You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. Locked on Hornets brought to you by rockauto.com. They have an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. And you can subscribe to the pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Hornets, at Walker Mail, and at Not of the Scribe. So I would say a pretty decent weekend, even if you did lose yesterday in the matinee. The Hornets did go down yes. to the Atlanta Hawks, 105 to 101. But this was after a win that they were able to get against the Milwaukee Bucks because the Bucks didn't really look like the Bucks. They didn't have Giannis playing <laughs> in this game. They didn't have. Is the Milwaukee hurt? It was the Milwaukee. Uh, yeah, it was on Friday. <laughs> there was not a ton of players that you recognize. There was an Atentacumpo, but it wasn't the Giannis. It was the Thanasis Atentacumpo. You had Nuora start in this game. <laughs> I mean. I'm glad the Hornets took care of it. Honestly, not like that. I know that you're hesitant to go all in on the no excuses titles now, but that Milwaukee, but Brooklyn ruined. Oh man, Brooklyn. Well, I know it did, but this one, it immediately became a, there is absolutely no excuse. Brooke Lopez, Drew holiday, Middleton, Giannis, Steven Chinzo, like, just, you had to win that one. And they did to their credit. they, They took care of business and, uh, uh, they were able to take care of it. Milwaukee made it closer in the fourth quarter with a 38-point final quarter of action, but that was a, a one game for Charlotte. And then we get to yesterday, Nada, where they lose to the Atlanta Hawks. They had a lead going yes. into the fourth quarter, and they had a lead late. And mm-hmm. let's just get to the good first before they blow that lead <laughs> because what contributed to that lead before it floundered was Miles Bridges ending the life and basketball career of one Clint Capella. Um, if we go top dunks of Miles Bridges' career, we have a plethora. Oh, that's number we one. We have a plethora to that's choose from, one. but you're saying number one? That's number one. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's number one. That's number one with a bullet. Like, uh, here's the thing. When we have these, we're talking about a man that went down the lane and chose violence, Walker. <laughs> chose violence. This wasn't a Dwayne Dedman Oops, I'm late on uh, late on the rotation, and now I'm going to be in a poster. No, this was Clint Capella deciding. You know what? I do not respect myself enough to get out of the way. This is what happened to Clint Capella. This is why Miles Bridges putting the hammer on him should have theoretically ended the game. It- it is the greatest Hornets dunk I've seen in quite a while. Uh, yeah, that's a good question, too. We need to expound this conversation. You're right about this. I think you did open up a door in which we should go through. Not the fact that we can rank which of the Miles Bridges dunks does it rank on. Like, what, what, which of the Miles Bridges dunks does it rank compared to? But maybe just the overall Hornets dunks ever in game. Because what Miles did to Clint Capella was insane. And it took Eric Collins. Like, we know that he has a heart attack every once in a while when miles gives us these types of dunks, but he's the one that called the game over. I mean, he had, he didn't care at all. He's right. He was right. He was right. He didn't care at all. What else was going on? Because miles gets that dunk. 
And then immediately the next possession, he's saying, it's over. Why are we still playing a game? And Bogdanovich hits a three and eventually they'd come back and win the game. But yeah, it was all over, I guess, in the Hornets fans eyes. And I certainly everybody wishes it was. But I'm looking at this picture, Nada. I'm just looking at a still shot of it. And Clint Capella outstretched long left arm as he's getting driven back under the basket and miles has his right arm, the one he's dunking with (laughs) parallel with the ground. And he's even got his legs kicked up a little bit, right? Like he's even got the point where every once in a while, dunkers will try to touch their wrist to their ankles on the backside, right? Like it's not that, Mm. but he's cocked back for sure. And it's just an unbelievable slam. No, no, there's violence. There's violence. Like the only other dunk I can think of right now off the top of my, off the top of the dome is probably one of them Baron Davis. Yeah, I, I thought like we I have thought to go back too. to Baron Davis. Right. Like Baron Davis is literally the only other guy that I can think of in a Hornets uniform that posted someone that bad. You know, it's funny. Cody, w- Cody will give us like one or two a year where they're just gross. Uh, that that yeah. was probably a little bit younger. Cody Marvin Williams no. was probably due for one or two a year. Uh, yeah, he was. Um, but at the same time. The, this, those were like, oh, we caught you late on the rotation. Yeah, yeah. This is Capella chose to block it, try to block this, and set a tone, and got the tone set on him. This is completely different. This was a complete. This is a dunk jujitsu situation. All right, where he got he got Tai Chi into something <laughs> that probably should not have happened, but it did happen, and we appreciate it. And I might have done about three or four Ric Flair struts in my living room when I saw it that just dunk. walking around. Yeah, thought it was over, and then eventually it wasn't. We'll get to the bad stuff now here, not at least a little bit before we go to the second segment. We'll continue to talk about Miles, by the way, a whole second segment dedicated to what Miles Bridges has done this year as well as the last five games with some of these injuries. But if you look at this game as a whole, you know, the Hornets, they they go down, they have that lead in the fourth quarter, as we mentioned. That dunk, it's funny because that basket, I think, put them up five or six, if I'm not mistaken. It and did. then the Hawks had that three, Bogdanovich hit it, and they were eventually able to come out on top. What did you make of the late game scenario that happened with the Hornets, Nada, as well as your overall thoughts? Devontae Graham's got to play better, like point blank. Devontae, I don't want to go to the whole, like, he again, he's a bum, he's trash, he's this, he's that. I'm not going to give him the P.J. Washington treatment that the fans normally give <laughs> give P.J. Washington. I'm not going to do that to him, but I've said for a couple of weeks now, Devontae's been just a passenger. It's really, really hard for me not to keep saying that because there are times where he – and. I can just go back in the last couple of minutes. He had two brutal turnovers in the last 90 seconds of that game. I I just, I do worry that this team, especially without the weaponry that it has, is pressing. I do worry that they're going to need another guy soon. I don't know if that's Malik Monk that comes back, hopefully later this week or maybe next week. Or maybe it's a LaMelo Ball who who they're showing a lot more with a lot less wrist wear on both wrists and working out. So I, I don't know, but they, they're going to need help. Yeah, and they're going to need one of these guys to come back relatively shortly, because if not, then we're going to have to start worrying about this team going back into like old habits of pressing and Terry trying to play hero ball, which happened last night. 
or Devontae playing hero ball, which cost them the game against Phoenix. Like, there's there's some bad habits that these guys are creeping into, and I'm not sure I like what I'm saying. Yeah, hopefully Malik Monk can come back sooner rather than later because they're definitely going to need some more scoring. I mean, it's been Miles Bridges who has been that scorer for you here recently, and that's just not what is best served for this team. It might be now because they need it, especially if he's going to continue to play like this, but we all know once Malik Monk comes back, Gordon, and hopefully LaMelo at some point, but if not even just those two, it's going to help them a lot. And Jalen McDaniels, we had some really good games from him against Oklahoma City, and then it happened again against Milwaukee. He was still doing well. He got hurt a little bit yesterday, got poked in the eye or got a face laceration, and then he came back and ended up playing um, against Atlanta once again. PJ would not enter this game. Can, can people just start wrapping their right ankles in, in bubble wrap, Nada? It's it's. It's getting ridiculous Look, now. I again, my fa- my father is one of those really old school basketball play, uh, old school basketball guys. So he's wondering why everybody's out there playing on low tops as it is. <laughs> he's go- again, he may be out there being like, "Look." everybody else has got to be in high tops. I'm not sure I'd necessarily blame him anymore at this All point. Right. No more right ankle injuries. I'm done with that. I'm sorry. Charlotte, stop injuring your right ankle. I don't even, even if it's just your left ankle, stop injuring your right ankle. All right. You're the hiring expert for your company. And what you really need is help making your short list of quality candidates. You need a hiring partner who helps make your life easier. You need indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three, post screen and interview all on indeed get your quality short list of candidates whose resumes on indeed match your job description faster only pay for the candidates that meet must have qualifications and you can schedule and complete video interviews in your indeed dashboard indeed makes connecting with and hiring the right talent fast and it makes it easy with the tools like indeed instant match giving you quality candidates whose resume on indeed fits your job description immediately and indeed skills t- uh, an indeed skills test that on average reduces hiring time by 27%. You can choose from more than 130 skills tests, or you can add your own. Then add your must-have requirements so you only pay for applications that meet them. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com locked. Get a $75 credit at indeed.com slash locked again indeed.com slash locked offer is valid through june 30th terms and conditions apply we'll give miles bridges some more praise coming up next on the locked on hornets podcast this is locked on hornets i do not like the mb2 nickname that oh it's bad lamello come on man i mean look I i love everything else about you but the mb times two how in the world do you not like Airbnb, but you like MB times two? I yeah. that's that's bad. We can't allow him to create, and that's the that's the, the reason the rule exists. You can't give yourself your nickname. You can't do that. No, exactly. So, this is as I'm, bad as Kevin Durant wanted to call himself the servant. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today pod. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. You can follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever 
you get your podcast. And of course, we got to give a shout out to Built Bar because we just went through <laughs> yes. Built Bar Madness. It was Coconut Brownie Chunk that ended up taking home the crown and it was deserved. But there are plenty of flavors to choose from that were mentioned in that March Madness bracket. You can talk about Caramel Brownie, Cookies and Cream, Cherry Barcia, go back to the OGs like Banana Bread, Mint Brownie is good, Salted Caramel. They're all fantastic. They're covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and they're easy to chew and they're great for the health conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in that delicious treat because they're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and they're great for the keto diet if that's something that you're on. You get a free cooler with your purchase while supplies last as well. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, Nada, this is going to be a segment that you absolutely uh, love because you've been very much so enjoying the kind of season that Miles Bridges has given us even before this five game stretch. And I want to go over some numbers because what we've seen from him has been very impressive. I did an extra point on this too. I'm going to release it on uh, ESPNCLT.com. That's a shameless plug. But if you want to hear more about it, um, you look at all of these injuries, right? Like LaMelo goes down for presumably the season at the time and still maybe probably is who knows Gordon Hayward going to be out for about three more weeks. Malik is hopefully going to come Mm -hmm. back soon. But we all had that question of who's going to step up. And I think you would look more towards Terry at first, just because he's been the most consistent offensive player, right? Like it's not necessarily that he needed to do more because he was underachieving. It's the fact that that was the one guy you could rely on. Did he need to carry more of the load? Jalen McDaniels did it for a couple of games, and that was fun, averaging 20 points in those two contests against OKC and Milwaukee. But not of the last five games, ever since Gordon went down in that game against Indiana, Miles Bridges has been averaging 19.6 points per game, and he's been doing so shooting 57% from the field and 47% from three. High volume, 35 minutes a game as well. So Miles has been the guy. He's got the best numbers of any Hornet. That includes Mm -hmm. Terry Rozier, who's actually not been all that great the last five games. If we just take a look at the shooting percentages, it's under 40 from the field. It's right around 30 from three, and he's not hitting his 20-point-per-game mark that he had before. It's been miles, Uh, and this isn't even even a, oh, my God, he's doing such a great job in his role, which was true before this. When you've asked more of him, when you've had to look for more scoring from him, He's delivered it for you. And I think that's what you look at. Like when we go with the player of the week, right? It miles, it, it's, it's not going to be, Hey, maybe Terry could win it, but we're going to give it to this miles guy. <laughs> I mean, he's taking it. Dog. Miles is taking it. He's, he's, he's been impressive, man. And I just, you know, like, and I've said it a million times. I, I, you know, he really did struggle last year. He did. And the responsibility is way lessened this season, and he's thri- and he's thrived in that role. But I'm just happy to see him actually be. There's more ask of him right now because they kind of need to in this five games when everyone goes down, and especially when PJ's hurt, right? Mm-hmm. And then Jalen misses some time. It's like, good God, you know, you're going to have to call somebody off the front row of the stands and just suit him up. But man, I I, I can't say enough yeah. about Miles. You know, I, I'm really really happy with what he's done all year, and especially man, in look, these last at five this games. Point, this is why you don't declare somebody to be a bust after year two. Because what people, what we're starting to realize, and there may be a trend with this with PJ and Miles, where they ask these guys to do too much. They surprise in the first year, they get asked to do too much. 
They realize they can't handle, again, the coaching staff and everybody else realizes they can't do that much. And then they take that step back. They they get responsibilities scaled back. And then what happens? They take another two steps forward because that's exactly what happened with Miles Bridges. At this point, the game is slowed down. And I, again, granted, there's certain parts of it that I do think is just one of those sample size nightmares, which obviously I think is just three point shooting because 47 percent sure shooting isn't sustainable. <clears throat> but but 38 is what and, he's doing on the even season, then, though, yeah. right? Like yeah, point taken. But yeah, well, I mean, hell, man, oh, he yes. has to take 38 every yes. single year yeah, of his because career. Again, he's getting to the point where his handle is getting better. His offhand playmaking is getting better. There are a lot of these things where he just wasn't doing. He's filling in the gaps of what we were asking of him last year. He is taking that step, and it's amazing to see. And now it's getting to the point where you're going to have that question of, um, are we going to have to extend this guy to big boy money? That's the that's the next conversation that you're going to have, if, especially if he continues this. But shout out to my dude Rodimus Prime from the Black Guy Who Tips podcast who pointed this out. And he was like, this is why I didn't want to see uh, – this is why I didn't want to discuss the draft. And he's right about this, that at, this is the part where you're asking guys to step up and see what they can do in the absence of, the, of all this. And I really just do appreciate the fact that, like, these guys are stepping up. Miles is taking another step forward. PJ is trying. He's not there yet, but he's he's trying. The only guy, and you're seeing guys try to step up. Brad Wanamaker, for God's sakes, like, yeah, man, he's he's been doing some things. I mean, I I totally expected him to be a complete non-factor. It was like, you know, I made the joke. Hell, I might even just rather hold on to the cash. But here he is. I mean, he's you know driving to the rim. You know, had a couple of buckets to help them extend that lead to ten in the fourth quarter. I, yeah, he's he's actually done some nice things for like, you ever since coming thing. over. Like this team is getting tighter and it, I didn't necessarily believe it because I, I was one of those that's like, yeah, you have an additional year of film, but these guys are trying to replicate what they did last year. And I'm not saying it's working, but at the same time, it's a very interesting, it's a very interesting dynamic right now that's happening. So who knows? Yeah. And well, and look, it's a win they probably should have had against the Hawks yeah. last night. Is when you when you have that lead late, when it's a Hawks team that doesn't have Trey Young, they don't have Gallinari. Even with them, have you know it wasn't Milwaukee like they weren't without their entire starting five. But still, it, it's it's a game you should have won, and yet not. We were talking about this before we were recording. It's not like the Hornets can win every nope. single one of those games. You are literally asking them to be perfect. If you want to say, Hey, they, they should have won then totally like I, you know, it doesn't mean that they're void of criticism. You lose a game, what went wrong, and then we can discuss it. But to ask any NBA franchise to be 100% perfect in the fourth quarter, when they lead, that would have been a 23 game streak. Had they taken care of business, but instead the 22 game streak comes to an end. You know, miles talked about it yesterday. He's like, man, look, this is, this is the only time it's happened in, you know, in 20 and over 20 games. Like I, I still trust this team to take care of business and I, I still do too. Like I, I think we were going to always regress somewhat mm-hmm. to the mean, like it, it was never going to be this good. 
it doesn't mean that, you know, it's all luck. That's what's happening with the Hornets. But they were always going to regress somewhat back to the mean. But I still expect them to perform well. Yeah, so in the do I. But at forward. the same time, like this, this regression to the mean stuff, while it was going to happen in the clutch, at the same time, they're still one of the best teams to have done it in the clutch when with this recorded yeah. metric. So at the same time, okay, Superman doesn't save the kitty in the tree this time. Big deal. So, but at the same time, I just want to move on because I look at it like mm-hmm. this, and this is something I brought up on the um, before we started recording as well. Like, you got a gift with the Milwaukee Bucks game. It, it would have been nice to go two and zero, but to split that, like everybody would. If I told Hornets fans, you'd split between Milwaukee and Atlanta on uh, on that on those two game situations. Both again, most Hornets fans would be like, okay, I'll take it right now. <laughs> Yeah, what's unfortunate is that it was against a team you're actually battling for playoff position with. And so with that loss, the Hornets are now sitting in the sixth spot. They're behind the Hawks after that loss, and they're behind the Heat. Uh, and uh, they're they're a half game behind the Heat. They're tied with the Celtics right now. They're the sixth seed. Celtics are the seven. So we'll see what they're able to do. Charlotte uh, will play again on Tuesday against the Lakers. So that's the next game that they have on deck. We'll see how the Hornets are able to perform in that one. Real quickly, do want to talk to you about Bet Online AG? It's the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your sports action because football might be over. College basketball, it might be done as well, but the NBA and the NHL, they're both in full swing. They even cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine, and they've got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts, promo code Locked On. Got one more segment to go on the Locked On Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. I don't like doing that unless, like, I am totally annoyed. I don't drop the big joker in spades or that early. I don't drop the big joker. I only do it when I am officially annoyed, and I don't want to have this conversation. And I'm going to be real honest with you, Walker. I the last thing I want to be talking about at 10 at night is Blake Griffin and the possibility of him coming here. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Get more analysis on the top prospects available in this year's NBA draft with the Locked on NBA draft podcast. Scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. You can subscribe today and follow Locked on NBA draft. All right, we got one more segment to go. Uh, I don't know if we gave enough credit for that dunk in the first segment. We did not. Even if we, we talked not. about the dunk most of that first segment, so we'll go back to it. Not, I did see ESPN tweet this out. I think it was Sports Center. It's NBA on ESPN. Of course they did. And they put up a picture of Miles Bridges dunking on Clint Capella. That still shot I talked about at the beginning of the show. And they put it right next to LeBron James dunking oh, on Jason, Jason Terry. Terry where. I mean, Jason Terry. It's not the same, though. It, no, it's not. Walker? It just no, it's not. I know it's not. It Jason Terry's reaction is a lot funnier than what Clint's is because Jason, he's just falling. Like just Jason has no shot. The the size discrepancy between the two, it just doesn't give Jason Terry any kind of shot at all against LeBron. Whereas it Clint doesn't. Capella is taller than Miles, and so it makes it more impressive. But what do you make of like, are we talking in that territory? Like I have no problem putting it. Yes, we are in that category, but you're saying that's, you're saying that's okay too. That's okay. Let let me put it this way. 
The only dunk I feel comfortable comparing it to was the burial of one Brandon Knight. And I think we all know what oh, that's God. about. Yeah, that's... The, no. that, the murder-death kill that that <laughs> dunk was. That's that, where I put it. It's those two dunks. Because those, again, Brandon Knight was an unfortunate victim of violence once that lob was thrown, and DeAndre Jordan just absolutely detonated his career, never to be the same again. Well, we've had some really good ones, I feel like, in the last week. Because it was Mo Harkless that had a crazy dunk as well here recently. I forget who it was on, but Mo Harkless ended somebody's life also. Um, I feel like we've had some good ones just come about. Like, we've really had some in the last good week. ones. Like, I, I, know we, I know everyone's trying to bring up Ant-Man and, um, what, again, Watanabe. That's what I was going to bring up. Man, but, but it's not close. No, but again, that's a lo- late on not rotation. Not a look at that picture, though. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. I know it's a late on rotation, but I've got it's a, a still shot. rotation. How much do you have to put into consideration the reaction of who is getting dunked on? Because if if it looks like sheer pain and wanting to be anywhere but that spot, then Watanabe, I feel the worst for him. Oh, uh, yeah. Jason Terry, he looks bad too. Clint Capella, <laughs> but Watanabe, it just looks painful. I feel bad for him. I, Anthony Edwards, that's a great one as well. But here's the other thing. The, that Miles Bridges dunk is so good, it makes you forget about what Rus- Russell Westbrook did to Bismack Beyond. Oh, my God. Ago. Yes, that's also true. <laughs> that's how good that dunk is. I got I got, not a, I got multiple text messages from people saying, <laughs> when, well, I think it was I think it was Mario, his general manager at the uh, at 730 the game. He said, man, Bismack Biombo lived a good life, though. He was a good dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. He was like, are like, you attending the funeral at Spectrum Center tomorrow? It's like, yeah, man, like, I'll like, be there again. We all we and it, mind you again, Biz came out there and like Biz after the game was like asking Russ why he had to do him like that. I didn't think uh, like union VPs got treated the way Bismack Biombo did. Oh my God. Yeah. That was hilarious. Think about that. That that dunk was that good that we forgot about that. Oh man. I, you know, watching this miles one real time, just it's the finishing on the way up ones that do it for me. And it's what Vince would do all the time, right? Like it's, it's just, it still seems like you're at, you're going up and you're slamming it as you're still going up for me. And that's, that's what does it. Vince Carter he's the king at that dunking on your assistant. But Miles Bridges doing that on Clint Capella, you're right, unbelievable. I mean, yeah, what this is what we should do. We should look yes. and 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 you know we tried to come up with some dunks at the top of the dome, but we Ma- should. Matter of fact, you talk about Vince though, Walker, and it makes me think of the Vince on Alonzo morning dunk. Oh yeah, I mean if we're well, if we're going if we're going way yeah. deep, then that yeah, one's like, crazy. That he brought that to his hip bone and then slammed on him. Yes. But that, but that's what I would tell you. Like that's how good that dunk was. Yeah. Like we're talking, my we're talking Vince on Zoe. We're talking Miles on Capella, and then like as much as I love the LeBron on Jason Terry dunk, that's one of those where just Jerry, Jason Terry happened happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, and we still laughing at that. So, Do you remember when LeBron jumped over John Lucas? I do. <laughs> That's one that isn't talked about as much, but I feel like no. the one jumping over John Lucas is absolutely insane too on the baseline. Um, yeah. Our, uh, Miles said it yesterday too. He did say that uh, after the game, he said, yeah, it's top three. I think it was Josh Sims. It's like, all right, man, 
you know, where does this one rank for you all time? He said, yeah, it's definitely top three. I got to give it that kind my, of credit. Miles, Miles, you could have said it was number one. Yeah. You could have said it was number one. He it really been okay. He really could have. And poor Hawks, too. The other one I think of with Miles is baseline for him as well. Coming over. That's the Dwayne Deadman late rotation. Is that, that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. Late rotation. Yes. Whew. Oh, wait, there's also the Boucher one. I forgot about that. Yeah, the Boucher one. Goodness gracious, Miles, please. They're not going to be enough people in the league if you keep killing these people. All right, that wraps up this edition of Lockdown Hornets. Thanks again to Built Bar and rockauto.com for supporting the show. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Lockdown NBA. Have a great day. We'll be back with you tomorrow. <laughs>